I told we are streaming right now on mutinyradio.fm San Francisco's own there's actually several one of many internet streaming radio stations from the beautiful <laughs> the city of San Francisco one. here in the Mission District we are on every Sunday 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time why don't you go on a Sunday and listen to us live not live but it streams first or Subscribe to our podcast at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We also have a YouTube channel, yeah. and you can find that at L-W-A-F-L-M. Why do I smell toast? <laughs> O-Y-T. All right. So we the premise is we watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, the audience. You listen to our podcast and watch the video sound off at the same time. Carl, what is the movie this week? Okay, today we will be watching Who's That Girl? Who's That Girl, 1987? That's what you put Madonna. in Yes. Yeah. Okay, how can I find Who's That Girl on YouTube? What uh, you'll go it? to, yeah, the channel that's hosting it is actually YouTube Movies and TV. And that's bad news for us because there will be ads. If you're right. watching on YouTube, that's no problem. But if you're listening at home, and you're syncing with us. So sorry, you're going to have to skip ad as soon as you can. We're, we're, we're calling it. We're not very good poker players. We're laying it down on the table. This week's episode may not sync up exactly. There's going to be lag. Right now we're buffering. So just just bear with us. Enjoy the show this week. But next week we'll, we'll, be, we'll be back to normal. How about that? I'm making promises I can't keep. Uh, well, all right. We've never done it before. You can keep it. So I'm very excited. Normally we have a celebrity comedian do our countdown that launches into the movie. But actually, you know, let's let's back up. If you do want to watch it again, go to Who's That Girl 1987 on YouTube. You will find YouTube itself is hosting it as YouTube's movie and TV. Click the link. Let that commercial play. And then when it plays, let it buffer. And then when it's done, hit pause. Move the timer to zero, zero, zero. 
That's so much I, work. What a chore. If God, there's only something to distract us while we did that. So uh, we're really excited. We normally have a celebrity comedian do a countdown, and when they say go, all of us, audience and us, will hit play, and we'll watch the movie together in sync. Today we have a different guest. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Countdown, this time with Andrew Smith. I've never had an ovation like that. <laughs> well, I'm very happy to have you on. Uh, Adam Spiegelman, a mutual friend, hooked us up here together. Right. Right. And I brought we you on to work together. He, he uh, Adam got got me the um, uh, the um, the t the tape of uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee Jones. Wow! Now yeah. that's a friend. That's a that's, friend. There's a friend. Yeah. Now you. And talk. I guess you worked with him on the View. Is that right? Yeah, on the View. Gotcha. Now the reason I have you on today is you are a co-author of the film that we're going to watch today called Who's That Girl. So that's now I'm going back to like 87, but earlier than that, of course, you wrote it. You wrote it with a guy named Ken Finkelman. And I'm wondering, did you know this was going to be a Madonna vehicle or were you just writing no, something? No, no, no. You, wait, well, let, let's start at the beginning. Okay. I, I wrote a, a, a spec script, a spec script called Slammer. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and I and I and they sent it around, or my agent sent it around, and and Warner Brothers picked it up or something, and uh, they they were obviously looking for something for for Madonna, and uh, and but the first problem, the first problem was um, that um, her her boyfriend um, at the time, what's his name? Sean Penn. Sean Penn was in the Slammer, and so they they couldn't call it Slammer. So so all of a sudden she didn't want to call it Slammer because she thought it was it would reflect badly on um, on uh, uh, Sean. Sean, yeah. And uh, then um, so she, and then she had a new a new record coming out or a new song called Who Who's That Girl? So that's how it got called Who Who's That Girl. So I, uh, I they, so I had my first meeting over there, and I remember the uh, Peter Goober. I guess it, it's who who I met with, um, uh, and he his first note was uh, to to change the um, the make of the car uh, that uh, the guy uh, you know drove from. Um, I think I had a BMW, and uh -huh. and, he, and he wanted to to change. To, he insisted on a change to Mercedes. Gotcha. That's his first note. The first thing that's on his, his first mind? note. That's his first. I'll never forget it. And I went, uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I I, I should have known that my days were numbered <laughs> because then they 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 promptly two things that they tried to do. My, my script slammer was a very simple script and it was a, uh, um, about a guy who, who um, is, is working for a lawyer. He, he's a lawyer. Do, do you know, I mean, do you know the story? Well, I've seen the film. Uh, so I know that story. I know sometimes a script does not, you know, the yeah. film doesn't. Well, the, the, the story I had was this, 
this guy, this elderly man, uh, very proper and 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 well to do, um, uh, at one point did a, a pro pro bono uh, job and defended uh, a, a a woman, uh, and but he didn't do a very good job, and she went to jail. Right. So. So now she was getting out of jail. Her, her, she had served her time, and she was getting out of jail. And he was afraid that she was going to cause trouble in, in his life. So he he assigned this kid who was working for him, a junior lawyer, to go and pick up this gal and take her to the um, uh, the bus stop and put her on a bus and make sure she goes to, to personally. To, yeah, to. Uh, to, uh, to, uh, to, to, to Toledo or wherever she was going to go. <laughs> okay. So, so that was, and then, you know, and, and then craziness ensues and so forth and so on. But when they got the, the script, Warner Brothers decided that, that it was a, a romantic comedy. And I mean, this is how Hollywood thinks, you mm-hmm. know, they decided it was a romantic comedy, and and the best romantic comedy was bringing up baby. Ah, this is how the cougar shows up. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I remember when I when I went to see it, and I only saw it once. Mm-hmm. But I went and went to see the film. I thought, what the, what, what's going on here? You know, I I, I didn't I didn't do anything. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, they they promptly fired me and uh, on my own script, and so Ken Ken and uh, Finkelman and I never met. And uh, oh, that was going to be my question. Okay. And I I, I don't know, him, but also Andy Borowitz, uh, not Andy Borowitz, uh, Andy Breck Andy Breckman, uh-huh. uh, uh, who I wrote with on Saturday Night Live, also worked on the film. Okay. Which I, and which I I. I Anyway, and and he's a very broad guy, and and he and he's very funny, and and used to write for uh, 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 Letterman, and um, but I I never met any of these guys, and I never saw the film, and and then I remember at one point, and this is when I was still working on the film, still had a job, they said, um, uh, we 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 want you to go see a film by the guy who's going to direct it. And the guy that was going to direct it, uh, I can't remember his his name, uh, Richie. Yeah. Or... It's um, uh, so sorry, uh, Foley, James Foley, who was James a Foley. James Foley had had directed a, a lot of her videos, right? Yes. See? And so, and they said, "Well, go and see a film." Of, of that his his latest film James Foley's latest film now James Foley's latest film was horrific I mean it was it was like what the hell what what's going on here I mean this is supposed to be a, I'm I thought I was doing a comedy and, and you know Foley was into murder and yes. killing and dismembering and whatever I don't know so that that I should have known then that uh, I, I and but and and again I, I I got taken off the film because that's what Hollywood does they always sure. say you know fire the writer and uh, and they put on two two more writers so that's it so I guess that must have been at close range 
which was the only thing he had done previously with Sean Penn in it. Yeah, yeah at, at, at close range where they're shooting people in the face. I remember, I remember that they were there. I went, this is comedy. What? <laughs> you know, so th there was trouble right from the start because M Madonna insisted on uh, uh, Foley. Yeah. And, uh, and Foley is a good director, I guess, but, but certainly not a comedy director, you know, no. and, he would go on to do Glen Gary Glenn Ross, and that's certainly no comedy, but it's it's a good film. And um, he would do um, well other films with big stars, but nothing really so striking. Now you get a credit in the film, not just screenplay, but also story by. Well, that, that that's sort of a guild thing, you know, uh, where they try to protect the original writer, and mm -hmm. since it was a spec. And uh, they, you know, they, they say, you know, we'll, we'll give you a story by and, and half the screenplay or whatever, you know. I mean, they, that, that's like a nice thing that the Guild does. They, they protect the original writer. Gotcha. You know. Now, when you went to see the film, it was very different from your script. Maybe story by isn't fair, even though it's on paper. What did they retain from the script? I mean, she's getting out of jail. Uh, this guy goes to pick her up. He's actually driving a Rolls Royce, right? Not a yeah, yeah, a, a Rolls Royce, right? Or something. Right. Like that. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was that was Goober's n number one note. <laughs> yeah. So what? Um, what? When you saw the film, what in the film did they retain from your original script, uh, and you were proud of? Well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you the truth, and um, I actually tried to sell resell slammer again uh -huh. because so little had been used uh -huh. in the in the final film that i thought hell i i can sell this thing again you know why not you know and uh um um it, it, so I, I can't remember what they retained but they didn't retain much and yeah. and, the, and the cougar and the thing and i and the and the debutantes and all that remember right. the debutantes the debutantes. I, I didn't have any of that stuff. Gotcha. But, you know, it was, anyway, it, it was a, a disaster. Now, did a you personal disaster. A, a personal disaster, but a did you enjoy disaster. the film? Yeah, because had it been a hit, of course, I, I, I'd i be dining <laughs> out on it, you know. It certainly you know. was not a hit. Madonna does not really light up the screen. I mean, she was a big pop star. But she just really did, the camera didn't like her. She's not. I don't know. Maybe yeah. she's not so pretty. What did you think of the film, though? I I thought it was a piece. I, I what do you mean? Can we speak? Uh, yes, uh, it's. This I is thought it was a piece of shit. I I thought. I mean, in, in all due respect to the other writers, I mean, it it, it was a mishmash. It was it it was nothing. Uh, it it didn't work. It did not work. And. And and Slammer worked. Uh, if they if they, sure. You know, I mean, they 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 bought the they bought Slammer for a reason, and I made a lot of money on it, I guess. Yeah, but but uh, um, uh, but it was it, it was awful. And and on the on the other hand, like I said, if it had been a hit, it, it would have. Uh, you know, I. I, I <laughs> Right. It be all, all different. You know. <laughs> We'd be having a very different interview. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. 
So I was looking at your career and I was surprised you only won two Emmys. That's it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think I only, I think, I don't know. I was nominated all the time. And, well, and... times, but that's 10 losses. You only have two Emmys. <laughs> Is that all? I, I guess I... I guess I do only have two 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 Emmys. I don't know. We were nominated, you know, because I was working for the View. Yes, right. You know, which is uh, trouble, and uh, and then they fired me from the View. You know, I've I've been fired from every job that I've ever had. That's great. In, in, That's a great. Including who's that girl? I was fired from that. You know, what a terrific track record. That's really yeah, and it's consistent. Now, I want to let the audience know about something you do on Instagram, and I checked it out after talking with you. It's called The Morning Lines, yeah, and it's that's right. really clever. You take whatever's going on currently, and you just you sort of like do stand-up. I mean, you, you craft jokes out of it and give your view. Tell me about this. Well, I, I, I did it in, in order to get a job. I, I wanted to get a job in late night because I started, you know, my first job was with The Tonight Show. Okay. And and uh, and I, uh, you know, writing monologue for Carson, and uh, um, uh, and and so, but, but I couldn't because I'm too old or something like that. But and I could I couldn't break into late late night. I didn't know how to do that. And if anybody okay. sees this and they want to hire me, please. <laughs> I'm 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 not too proud to beg. Anyway. Uh, but I, I did it originally as a um, a, as an audition piece, you know. Gotcha. And it's had legs, though. There's over a hundred of them. Uh, you've well, been doing well, it for a I, long. I started time. out. It, it started out the uh, uh, Corona. Uh, it started out in twenty. I mean, so I've been doing it for four years. Oh, four years. Gotcha. Four years. Uh, yeah, it was uh, started out as the uh, going viral. That that was the first. Uh, 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 <laughs> going viral, then uh, then the daily dose, but uh, but I kept r running into daily doses of uh, of uh, uh, religion. You know, they, they oh. were daily daily religion dose, and so then I came up with uh, morning lines, um, plural, uh, and and that seems to work. Uh, now people will find that on instagram it's andrew smith writer one word andrew right. smith writer that's or, how i got it or, or facebook i think it's just andrew smith and or uh or youtube uh andrew smith 899 or something i don't know okay andrew smith now everyone at home is poised to watch this great film that you wrote kind of story right this great film at the same time as we do here in the studio so everyone at home has got to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Andrew Smith, and give us that celebrity countdown. Okay, countdown. Three, two, one, go. Wow, that was great. Thank you so much, uh, and Andrew, right? Andrew Smith, that's right. That's right. Hey, he's, he's got a writing credit on this. Uh, as story by, you know, he's also got the screenwriting credit, but I'm saying because it was his original script, he's got yeah. story by, even though that's great. I don't know. Story. We're going to be, I'll be listening to this interview later, but does he talk about Ken Finkelman, the co-writer? 
He never met the man. He talks about that. Okay, great. Well, I look forward to the interview. So <laughs> this is kind of nice. Usually I hate when movies have animations in the end credits that show scenes of the movie. You yeah. ever see that? Like in Game Night, they like... Yes. They'll, they'll, yeah. So this is like an animation that you were telling me it shows the actual story before the movie starts. Right, the backstory, right. So what we see here is like a boyfriend of Madonna, whose name is Nikki, and bad guys, okay? And the boyfriend's mixed up with the bad guys. Now the boyfriend gets pictures of like a rich guy doing something bad, okay? He's got pictures of it. And uh, puts yeah. it in a safe deposit box. And then Madonna innocently, uh, like the bad guys come and like kill him, put him in the trunk, you know, and then she just gets in the car and starts driving. Unbeknownst to her, there's some dead guy in the trunk, her boyfriend, and the cops arrest Ooh. her and she gets thrown in the slammer. I don't know how I would feel if my boyfriend was dead in the trunk. Uh, Goober, mm -hmm. Peters. Does he talk about Goobers and Peters? <laughs> no. Andrew Smith, there he is. There he is. Thank you, Andrew. Lose your closed captioning for the nice audio. You want me to take it off? Oh, you okay. If Actually, if you think it enhances the experience for the audience, you can leave it on. It enhances the experience for me, Carl. I finally get to know <laughs> what the fuck's going on. All right. I'm all about AI and enhancements. Okay, here she is innocently driving. Yeah. Cops, whoa! Do we know hey. any James Foley? God, that name yeah. sticks out. He's our that director, and he was Madonna's request. He was the best man at the marriage of Sean Penn and Madonna. They're good friends. Which, which was after this movie, right? No, no, it was before. Sean Penn and Madonna are married, and Sean Penn is in jail right now at this moment. How Obviously ironical. She's in jail, too. Now, Andrew like Smith cousin. says that Okay, this is the guy from Dirty Harry. This is, yeah. are you feeling lucky, punk? Do you feel lucky? Well, do you? Um, He's wearing the, wearing the same suit. <laughs> the internet claims that Madonna wrote the song, or whoever wrote it, Who's That Girl? And she thought it was a better title. But Andrew Smith thinks that it's because Sean Penn was in the Slammer at the time. They the didn't movie wanna... was supposed to be called Slammer. Yes. Yeah, internet says a terrible title. They went with the song instead. You're saying it's because her husband was in the slammer at the time. Yeah, well, that's what Andrew Smith is saying. And also, <laughs> it was Madonna. See, there was they were filming in December, and there was a big snowstorm, so they had to take a break. So she started working more on her soundtrack, and Who's That Girl was going on, and she thought it was a better title. And whatever right. you say, Madonna. <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay. Simon Donna got it. Well, I mean, Slammer is like, <clears throat> it sounds like two words to me. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that skyline. Beautiful. <laughs> now, this is an exotic animal. There's only like four in the world. Now, in the real life, it's a cougar. In the movie, it's a blah, 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 blah. I forget. Big so cat. So somebody has sent a messenger to pick up, unbeknownst to him, this cougar. As a bike messenger, you have to wear that cap in New York City. Now, who's the guy in the center, Mike? Danny Aiello. Danny Aiello. Hey, 
Papa just wants what's good for you. <laughs> don't preach. Don't preach. Papa, don't preach. Hey, it's Griffin. Griffin Dunn. This is Loudon. Loudon. He is in, he's a lawyer at an expensive place. He's he, one of his tasks is to get this cougar to this rich guy who loves in helping endangered species. So I'm so of course, I love he having just sends a messenger, you know. Yeah. Hey Carl, I love having stubble as like one of the great things about being a guy, but look at Griffin Dunn, man. Baby, smooth, what a shave. Yeah. I have well, the best shave in the movie goes to Griffin Dunn. Absolutely. If there was a opposite if there was an Oscar for Okay, well here's our on the left is Wendy Worthington, the the guy that loud the woman that Loudon is gonna marry. And on the right is the mom, who's our Star Trek connection. She was in the Whales episode in San Francisco. The the Whales movie. Right. In San Francisco. Right, movie. Uh, Star Trek Four. we found Spock. What's up? <laughs> yes, that's right. I Don't you remember who you are? The hell I can. The hell I, I forget. Hey, look, he's, they're putting on a top hat. Yes, well, it is. A, they're not. They're. They just. You know, he's a intern, so they're using monopoly money. So <laughs> Here's he your shoe. This doesn't fit. Iron it's not leather. So is that Robert this Wall? is all arrangements for the wedding. You know, getting him sized and fitted and all that sort of stuff. Was that Arliss in the room, Robert Wall himself? I don't know the answer. Did I pronounce Arliss right? It has two money signs at the end. Is it Arliss or Ari <laughs> Money Money? I'm not with you, Mike. Is that the name of the Monopoly guy or something? No, there was a, a HBO show in the 80s and 90s about a sports guy named Arliss. Oh, okay, uh, okay. And it starred Robert Wall, who I think is in the room right now. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of, like, cameo cast things in here that I missed in my research, and that might be one of them. Another one is Stanley Tucci. We just passed a scene in which he was in. Do you know that? What? Name? Really? That's so crazy. He was not a famous person at this point, you know? Yeah. Well, they passed the, the Tucci on the left-hand side. They never got work. <laughs> That's right. They would pass the Tucci. <laughs> yeah, I think your makeup's fine. All right, there we go. Yeah, um, and also I think one of the other guys is a Toby uh, – is a British actor that was in a bunch of Lord of the Rings movies. Look at Madonna. Yeah, and did you see she's got the safety deposit box key? Makes no sense. It makes no sense. Oh, Jailhouse it does, Rock. It does make sense. It does make sense. No, but, it doesn't make sense. When you go okay. to jail, you have to take your necklace and put it in that manila envelope. Yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. It doesn't make sense. Because she's going to get her manila envelope. Right. She'll get her manila. Ooh, sexual tension. Cut it with a knife at that jail. Now, this is Dad. Dad Worthington. Okay? And Dad. Oh, oh, oh Ad. Nope. Uh, ad. Bad ad. We don't like you, uh, phone app. Okay. But, but, all right, here now we go. Here's the dad. dad. Now, this is Daddy Warbucks. It's, his name is Worthington. We are at we are 807 right now, if you're following along. Okay. And I'll um, let you know when we get to 815, 813, 814, 815. 15. Hopefully, we're all synced up. 
We're not. Okay, We're so not. now this is the guy who was in the incriminating photo. He made some kind of deal with the bad guys. I, I'm not really following what it was, but it's enough for you to know they've got a photo of him. It'll put him in jail. It's He also has a Rolodex. What's on the photo that's so incriminating that they have to jail somebody for? How long was she in jail with the dead body boyfriend? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. She was in jail for four years, apparently, and this is murder. So what the hell? But, I mean, this guy right here is singing the glass. I think he's a British actor I've seen in other stuff. Yes, he is. Yeah, that's a great example of one of the I, – I, when I'm scrolling through it, you saw all these faces you know. Yeah. And I just don't have all day – you know, I couldn't. Okay, this is the prenup. Now, here's what wow. we missed. Worthington was on the phone with someone learning about Nikki's release. He knew that she was getting on a bus to go to Philadelphia, where she's from. And if she does, everything's fine for him. But if she doesn't, she could be causing trouble for him. So she's going to send Loudon to go get Madonna, Nikki on the bus. All right, that's what we're going to learn. Now, right now, he has he's being forced to sign a prenup and it includes sexual positions that aren't allowed. I saw yeah, I saw that. It's weird. That's my adult coloring book too. Not only <laughs> yeah, I love prenup. these adult coloring books, right? Yeah. It's it relieves stress. <clears throat> what you know will relieve stress? Crayons and coloring. <laughs> Not whacking off. <laughs> Whoa, I never even thought of that. I'll be right back. That never occurred to me. <laughs> what these why am I holding crayons? This is the only red crayon in my hand. It's so funny how in your fifties whacking it doesn't even occur to you. You know, uh, you, hey, you just fall asleep, you're reading a book, you know. You're taking a shower and the next thing you know you're out of the shower. Yeah, you're clean. You're drying yourself <laughs> off. Oh yeah, I oh I forgot. Yeah, I you know I'm the same. At lunch, I take a nap. That's it. Now All Worthington right. is laying this bullshit trip on Loudon that they they do charity work, pro bono kind of work, and one and of they, it. Madonna's is, never. I don't believe it. Madonna's never been pro bono. No, she he's a competitor. She feels. Yeah. Actually, I guess she he wasn't in the day because when in the 80s when she was getting big and they were like boy and war, you know what I mean? They had they weren't big mega pop stars like today. Well, I think they were kind of quote unquote underground just as much as Madonna was at a certain point. So, you she know, was. we all knew who YouTube and Madonna was back, you know, in the early 80s. You know, like her songs, I don't know. They don't make any sense. Like they don't need to make sense. It's a okay, borderline. Your love is on the borderline. What does it mean? Yeah. Like you're about to fall in love with me. You just things, things are in trouble, buddy. In my love over the borderline. What does it mean? You push Doesn't matter. My love. It's a good song. What is it? You got to keep on pushing my love. They're having What's a frail relationship. About? Like express yourself, right? And then the next yeah, thing I don't know what that's about. is a hundred percent opposite material girl. Like it's like go for love. I, I don't know. I could never. What's, okay. what's your what's your favorite Madonna song? 
don't I um you mean like I if I you know choose which is the best of them because there's no thing. yeah right it's karaoke and you got to sing a Madonna song which one do you sing it looks like cigarettes where do the fucking cartons come from well it's jail jail currency oh I got it something um, something bonita oh the song about the fish the bonita now you see the Rolls Royce yes. It is not a BMW. Great place to park a Rolls. It is not a Bentley. He's going to put that that Cougar in the Rolls? There's well, he's Danny got Ayala. no choice. First of all, he doesn't know it's a Cougar yet. He, see, he's so ignorant about it. He's on the phone with them earlier, and he's like, listen, don't let it out of its cage, okay? And they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yikes. It's the BC Boys opening for Madonna. <laughs> My brother has a, a funny joke. He told me this like 20 years ago. So all due respect to Danny, the late Danny Aiello. But a man walks into his house and he sees his wife is sleeping with Danny Aiello. And the guy goes, Danny Aiello, what are you doing? And Danny Aiello says, well, I got a stint on S uh, CSI. Uh, and then I'm doing a movie in upstate New York. You know, that's hilarious because you could do that with any. Like I could say. Like, I walked in and Anthony Quinn was banging my wife. <laughs> Anthony Quinn, what are you up to? Well, I'm doing Late Night with Anthony Quinn. At the there you go. <laughs> Boom. My brother wrote us another joke. Thank you, Adam. I'm stealing Thank that. Thank you, Adam. Oh, this is why I paid money. Come on, Madonna. Put on the lipstick. Okay, so she is out on parole, and it's frustrating to this. Okay. These are two police officers who were there that in this cartoon in the beginning. They know about okay. the bad guys. They know about the key to some bank somewhere. They know they I think they know about the picture. I'm not sure. They're like buddy cops throughout and like they'll, they'll be get they'll angry. be in the movie a lot. Well, they'll get mad at each other and then he'll be like, that's it. I'm asking for a transfer, you know? And then at the end of the film. There's this nice moment when he's like, they doesn't ask for the transfer and they. Oh, well, that's good. That's cute. Well, that's it's like, um, he goes tomorrow morning, I'm getting a transfer. And he goes, well, tomorrow is Saturday. And he goes, oh yeah. <laughs> and so he goes, tomorrow. well, forget it then. Let's just forget the whole thing. You know, and he goes, okay, I won't get a transfer then. No, we're not like, just saying this because Andrew Smith got to speak to us. This movie is well-written. Yeah. It is like, you know, it it does have a feel of bringing up baby in the 80s. You know what I mean? Like the screwball comedy. It tries. It's because it has a cougar in it. Right. That's right. Because bringing up baby had a, had a, I don't know, panther? Yeah, something. It was, I like that film. And in the sense that, like, she's driving him crazy. You got that in this. But, okay. So, you know, the you saw the punch, right? Yeah. Okay. Then they're like. He goes, get her back in here. And they go, do you really want her back in here? And he goes, oh, no way. <laughs> you know, so he just, she just takes her punch. That's okay, ridiculous. So Loudon is now going to be like, hi, I'm doing the pro bono work to take you to the bus. And she's not being funny, man. She's just being, I'm pretending I'm an idiot. You know, she's not an idiot. That's the thing. You know Nikki's yeah. not an idiot, so you know she's pretending. It's like that the whole film, and it's one of the reasons it's not good. 
Well, Madonna has been acting. We we were talking about a film she did uh, in as an art film, an eight millimeter film called A Certain Sacrifice, which when she blew up, that movie was unearthed. It's I think she gets sexually harassed in the film, but she's topless. Oh. So I remember Penthouse publishing stills of Madonna and topless. Gotcha. Uh, and that's on YouTube. We we will watch that movie eventually. It's only an hour long though. And it's that's hard the to watch. thing. It's only an hour. Yeah. Maybe we watch it with that pajama party playboy thing, and that's two hours. Why don't we do that? All right, Carl, we got our next movie. So okay, yeah. No, uh, oh, go ahead, finish your thought because I was just. Oh, I was just going to say, screenwriter Andrew, co-screenwriter co Andrew Smith, who we just spoke to, he's written for television. He wrote the main event, but one of the weirder things he wrote was the Hugh Hefner Playboy roller disco party live. From, roller disco uh, party. And that's on YouTube, so we may watch that in honor of, of Andrew, uh, yeah. along with the Madonna as a double feature. And then we'll have a second interview with him. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, you could talk about Hugh Hefner. How great is that? Now, if he's she into was, Madonna was just coming off Shanghai Surprise, which was a terrible okay. box office flop. And um, that's the one with Sean Penn, right? Did they meet and get yeah. married, or were they already married? They were already married. Yeah, I think that they were already married. I'm not so up on my Madonna history, except for right. the exact time of this film, because I wanted to know what was going on in her life. But I think they were probably already married. Yeah. Now, look, Madonna just touched the cougar. She, right. Madonna calls the cougar baby, by the way. She watched that film, like, researching this. <laughs> Watch a film. Uh, <laughs> see what other romantic comedies did. Um 1986, Shanghai Surprise failed. Madonna decided to sign onto another comedy called Slammer. Um, but she had to convince Warner Brothers and the film's producer she was ready. Also, she turned down Blind Date for this. Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah. One of the more, yeah. The That's whole comedic movie. premise of this thing is, can I drive? And he goes, yeah. And then she drives like an asshole. Right, That's with the tiger in the back. Joke. Oh, and she takes goes, three you spots. You sideways so, so it doesn't scratch. At some Look point, at those tattoos. I've never seen Madonna's tattoo before on her right arm. Okay. All right. We'll have to see. So, okay. yeah, because, you know, she's a pop megastar, and pop megastars tend to gravitate towards movies, which we love to watch. Right. And so she had a certain sacrifice back when she was in the New York art scene, I guess, Breakfast Club, the band. But then Desperately yeah. Seeking Susan, 82, 83, yeah. she was terrific in it, but she didn't really have to act in that. Well, because she wasn't a phony baloney. See, right now, you know she's act. Put on the volume. Let's listen to how she talks. Are you? I'm sorry. We'll catch another one. I'll, I'll bring it up then. You'll see what I'm talking okay. about. Okay, we'll get a Madonna speech. Okay. In now, the director talks about this too. That, in his opinion, she was just being herself in uh, Suddenly Seeking Susan, and that's why she, you know, came up off. Well, also, she wasn't the star of it, really. She wasn't, no, the star. no, she, she was Susan, right? Like, she was it, the it revolved around her, right? But she wasn't the star, and she, yeah, right. So, anyway, in this one, she was going over every line she would always need five extra minutes in the beginning to make sure if her scene she was supposed to be out of breath she would do push-ups before the scene huh. 
she was like really into getting it perfect. But what that came out is like phony. I don't believe her as an actress. Um, she had to convince. Okay. Uh, I have this whole thing about how she had to convince all these executives that she could pull this off. And because she was such a pop star, they believed in it. Now they did, she's stealing. They did invest she, she more money. In, Sorry, Carl, go ahead and I have to say this. They, they invested more money in the soundtrack than in the movie, which tells you how much they believed in her music. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, that's because soundtracks in the 80s were big business, Top Gun mm -hmm. and stuff. I just wanted to say she's stealing, as you can see, these cassettes have the uh, protective plastic coating Yes, that prevents you from – and she stole the one cassette that wasn't in the case. Like when you see her grab <laughs> cassettes, she's grabbing ones that don't have – look, doesn't have a cassette case. Right. So she's probably getting like – Engelbert Humperdinck and right, that's right. What you it's um S A T U R D A Y the Bay City Rollers. Jesus Sam Goody's got it. When she, it comes to thieving, Sam Goody's got it. Keith Parker walked to a Sam Goody in nineteen eighty seven and not see Madonna everywhere. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, she her acting like she's a director, Carl. You know, yeah. she well, she, she married Guy Ritchie. He married Guy Ritchie, the director, and his second film was um, a remake of this 1974 Italian film about wait, wait, a wait, rich wait, woman. Wait, 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 wait. He just took the tape and put it in that guy's pocket and said, meet me outside. I got to ditch this guy. So it sets the alarm off. Now she can walk through with all her stolen stuff. How could she do that to Michael Jackson? <laughs> okay, you were saying, though. Oh, I love I love thriller. Oh yeah, uh, no, no. I I think I I nailed everything I needed to say. Mm -hmm. She okay. stole the jacket. No. Okay, turn the sound on. We'll get. You'll hear her voice, and you'll Perfect. see what I'm talking about. Start all over again. Well, I think you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Thanks for everything. Goodbye, Murray. I'm gonna miss you most of all. You hit Murray. All right. She's got that little. Uh, no, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. But I'm supposed to make sure you get on the bus. Come on, get in. Can I drive? Oh, absolutely. Leave it not. on. All right. All right. Maybe. All right. Now look at this. Yeah. But no tricks. No trick. You hear that? Keep it on. No trick. I promise. No, I'll promise. tell you when to turn it off, and don't worry, it won't be forever. Good. He promises no trick. Guess what? What? Trick. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. She, she was married to Guy her. Ritchie. I don't believe her. She was married to Guy Ritchie. Swept Away was the movie. It's about a, a rich countess or whatever crashes in a plane with the with her like servants or whatever and they they have class struggles as they are on the island the remake that richie did wasn't great and the mm -hmm. fact he stopped making movies for a while i got an ad got an Damn ad it. guys skip, skip ad all right uh, we are on 24 minutes from, exactly they were married eight years guy richie oh i'm sorry yeah go ahead. 
Uh, well, I'm going to give everyone the countdown. I will let you know when we get to 2415, 2410, 2411, 12, 13, 14, 15. Boom. Thank you for rejoining us. <laughs> yeah. They were married like, eight I'm... years, starting in 2000. Okay. He did, uh, he did uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, became mm -hmm. an international sensation. Did Snatch was kind of more of the same. And then he did Swept Away, and that movie was bad. And it starred the son of the original Italian actor played the okay. role. It's this weird movie. Interesting. And he kind of disappeared, and then he started making, like, weird films like Rockefeller. But now he's, like, a, you know, a normal big-time director, so... He kind of okay. recovered from Madonna. Madonna herself directed two movies, including a film called W.E. I haven't had a chance to see them. I need to... You see how she's just being an asshole driving? That is the whole gag. Well, she is, she is driving a roll, so she has every right. Oh, cheap-ass <laughs> rolls. The fucking muffler popped out. <laughs> Can't find any good help. I mean, good rolls lately. Okay, there is one, maybe the only good joke in this film coming. So go ahead and okay. put the sound on, and I promise it won't be long. The cop's going to ask her. Okay, Loudon is pretending right, that he's like, oh. Well, okay, here we go. God, you found us. Has to say I've been out of here. Got to get hospital. <laughs> That's the joke, okay? That's it. That's funny. Let me see your license. I have a license. See, I was only driving because it was an emergency, and I need. I don't believe you. Um, so it's hard to listen to her for the entire movie. Now mute. I hit pause. I'm sorry, people. We are going to be at sixteen oh seven in six seven twenty six oh seven. Sorry about that. You no, you I did that okay. too. Oh, wait, leave it on. This is funny. I'm going to need some information. What's the patient's name? His name is Loudon. Loudon what? Clear. I think his name is Loud and Clear. I can't riff on this movie if she's Madonna's taking my best jokes. <laughs> now, this nurse is another one. Her name is Liz Sheridan. She's just a character actress. You know her face. Uh, Remington Steele. Um... Nope. Play the game in 2009. You'll just know her face. Oh, right. Madonna was married to Sean Penn from 85 through 89. Look, it's and... me. What? That's me. Sleeping. <laughs> Young you? Young me. That's more Adam than you. Yeah. Oh, look, so he's been out and he has a day's worth of stubble. Look at that stubble, man. Griffin, I'm so jealous. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. His baby classic. face. Yeah, right. He's got a baby face, but then when the stubble comes, it's 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 there. Originally, Sean Penn was set to co-star with Madonna. After Shanghai Surprise flop, the producers opted to go with Griffin Dunn from his press office success with After Hours. But the thing is, I also hear on the internet he was going to be one of the cops. Sean Penn was going to be one of the cops. Oh, how ironic. Yeah, but he was in jail. Now, he was in jail for being an asshole. He, like, beat mm -hmm. up one of Madonna's friends. And when he was on the set of that movie with this uh, director, uh, James Foley, he beat up one of the uh, extras, you know? And he was in jail for violating his parole, not for those two offenses. That's so, crazy. 
Yeah, what a loser, man. And you know he's a great actor and an intelligent human being and just, just something about like being in the whole buzz world of Madonna. I, I don't know the I don't want to speak bad about Madonna, but right. okay. This we missed a very funny joke. I, he he runs out to the taxi stand, right? And he goes, Taxi! Taxi! <laughs> like he's trying to get a taxi. They're all lined up and sitting there, you know. <laughs> Uh, I did see you know, Sean Penn at the. Too. Um, I saw Sean Penn at the airport once. Did you? Yeah, well dressed guy. He, did he sneer at you? Were you hit? What happened? Yeah, I, I don't know. After he punched me, things were kind of blurry. Uh, <laughs> this is guy. Oh, it was fine. Sean... It was just a well dressed guy, you know, who looked like it was Sean Penn. This is, this is Sean Sullivan, and he's the gun dealer. He was in Back to the Future Part 3 and Wayne's World. and Whoa, Fifth. whoa, whoa. Yes. So do you think he was like one? You never notice in the Back to the Future trilogy, the, the bad guy always has like. A henchman. Uh, yeah, he's a henchman, right, in 3? I, I don't know the answer because he's so brief in this film, but I right. think he does a good performance. He just He's pretending to be the totally into guns guy. Uh, and paranoid, and it's working. He looks like Yahoo Serious, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Young Yahoo Serious. Mm -hmm. Madonna has six kids. I know. God bless her. And she's going on tour again. And she could feed her children. <laughs> I love Madonna. So, uh, real quick, the other Madonna movies, Evita is a good... Uh, she was in that James Bond movie that she sang the song, maybe The Living Daylights. She had a, a brief fencing scene. And Carl, I told you about a movie called Blue in the Face. Do you remember that? No. So uh, there was a Miramax film based on a Paul Oster novel. Uh, he actually wrote it. And uh, Smoke, I think, Smoke it was called. Right. And it was Harvey Keitel. He owned a cigar shop and it was in the neighborhood. And they made a, a companion piece, Wayne Wang, the director, where... What's they, his they name? All... Wang, Wayne Wang, I believe. Wayne I, Wang? I'm, I'm a little hesitant because I, it may not be him. But what they did was they followed up with, oh, zip, God damn it! Oh, that's and, the, the Rolls Royce. For what? Yeah, okay, so he is now out of the hospital and discovering... Madonna has taken... Nikki has taken it to this shady area to buy a gun... He doesn't know about her like troubles yet with the um well anyway he knew where she he was he's arriving to see this and now he, the dad's going to give him a call how's it going son you know um Great you dad. A, a league of their own she was in a league of their own so these guys are like what taking the phone and they're they're spray painting the car and they're taking their their pants like something they're I don't being know. stereotypes yeah about you know like we'll do crime if you're unprotected in our neighborhood we will just do crime Fuck right so in the 70s the hubcaps would be removed right mm -hmm. yeah. they were taking the car stereo all this sort of stuff so what, one of the guys gets the phone and he goes hello and he goes he goes oh it's for you he gives it the loudest. Car phone. Car phone. Excuse me, guys. I got a car phone. 1987. Right. Actually, you're right about that, Mike. This is really a kind of prestigious thing we're witnessing. Do you remember that scene in, in Vacation where they, oh, Skip. got me sued. 
Skip. 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 Wait, I'm interested. Gummies brought to you by Mike performing on this show. Okay, we are at 32 minutes. I'm going to let you guys know when it's 32.15. So go ahead and set it. I'll be doing the countdown, and then we'll just keep going. So we're at 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Thanks for rejoining us. Speak with Carl. I'll be right back. No. God damn it. God damn it. <sighs> Madonna moved to New York City in 1978 to pursue a career in modern dance. After performing as a drummer, a guitarist, and a vocalist in the rock brands Breakfast Club and Emmy, she rose to solo stardom with her debut solo album, Madonna, 1983. Uh, Madonna's popularity was enhanced uh, by roles in such films as Desperately Seeking Susan, and Dick Tracy in 1990, A League of Their Own in 92, Evita in 96, while her latter must won her a Golden Globe Award for Best Actress, many of her films were not well received. Ha, ha, ha. But the thing about her is she just kicked ass with record sales totally, and her world tours made lots of money. Over 300 I, forgot about, I forgot about Dick Tracy. You are back. Oh, did you hear me the whole time? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I heard you, Carl. Talking about Madonna playing drums. Okay. So, not to be deterred, with all this pressure, Loudon Jeremy is Piven. going to get Madonna on that bus. So, wait, is there, are there bodyguards following them? Or is there bad guys? Oh, because they want to get that key. That's right. And they want it. See, Madonna doesn't know what's the bank, you see. Uh, they're both wearing those shirts. She's getting the gun. You'll say it's homoerotic. She's getting the gun um, in order to go to the bad guys and say, which bank is it? You know, that's what her right. whole goal is here. Man, New York City. Now he's like, she... he's calling in the, the it's, it's, of course, Loudon's credit card. Oh, wow. Fires eight, nine, six, nine, eight, nine, nine. Now, today you would do some iPad thing, but he has to phone, right, and talk to oh, a human being and give him the number? Yeah, well, right. He would have a um... – oh, I lost the thread. Sorry. Uh, no problem. Now, she's got her gun, and let's get going. Um... Move. We got to move. <laughs> Is that another song the of hers? music. Let your body go with them. Come on in Vogue. Am I thinking of a different song? Let no, no, that's it, Vogue. Move to the music. Come on in Vogue. I don't, I'm not a fan, man. I don't understand There's why you're nothing not. to it. Vogue. Vogue. Do you ever see Paris is Burning, the documentary about voguing? No. It's great. It's great. People will say that Madonna took like a club style like it was happening in gay clubs in new york city and that she kind of co-opted uh -huh. and came out with this mainstream hit appropriating it just as much as people complain about deborah harry in rapture oh yes actually yeah yeah so that's what people the big complaint about the song vogue is that she kind of basically took other people's culture and just kind of mainstreamed it yeah 
But you know, Madonna is Madonna. She is part of it. You know, she's part of culture too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I don't know, people like David Bowie would do stuff like that and they wouldn't get fingers pointed at them. Yeah. Okay, now, you see, she's going to set off the fire alarm. That's going to be the. That's best. not possible. You can't. Is that true, Carl? You could put a lighter, cigarette lighter yeah. under. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's heat. It goes off by heat. For, uh, what is that? Fahrenheit 451? That's the. Yeah. That's paper burning a flame. Um, Carl, what, I gave you my copy of Fahrenheit 451. What did, whatever happened to that? I burnt it, of course. Yeah, oh, Carl. That was against I was the state. That was against really? the state. I'm a, I'm in the I'm a fireman. God, I, got I didn't call. finish it, Carl. I was one chapter left. People who don't know that book are gonna be like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Everyone knows that book. I'm yeah. not too worried about it. Everybody in their fifties. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching a movie with Madonna. Listen, if you know who Madonna is, you probably know Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, if you were. Okay, so that's what happened. She got her way. Everyone now she's getting out, and it's time to confront the bad guys. I don't right. believe her, man. Even when she was going like, "I'm looking around. I'm pretending that I'm surveying the scene." I just don't believe her as an actress. Well, um, I, this this is my thought. I've for that Rolls Royce scene where everyone's ripping off his car. With, it reminds me of the the vacation scene. That kind of racist scene where they uh, stop and ask for directions and all the black guys steal their stuff. Oh, was that in the movie Vacation? Yeah, the, for the original. I thought I knew that film well. I don't remember that part. It was written by John Hughes, and he got called out yeah. for it. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. Well, that, I, that's all I wanted to say about that. Okay, now... Yeah. Yeah. I have things about Madonna's acting. Go ahead. What's your thought? Because I, I'm, I'm going to be No, talking. I just want to know what the picture is. Like, this picture must be so fucking disgusting that even after four years, he's worried about it. What? What's that? The picture in the safe deposit box. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I don't know. They were – the bad guys were with Worthington – and they were like exchanging money and exchanging certificates, shaking hands. I really don't know what the crime is. Like it wasn't caught in the act of sex or killing a baby seal or anything like that? We'll have to wait for the manila envelope. Now, I've seen this film a bunch of times. As you know, we had a few starts and stops, and I saw it in between. So maybe I've seen this film like this is my fifth time maybe. I'm a little not sure anymore. Sure, and fair enough. I I just don't catch that every single time. I don't know what to say. There's a crime, and Worthington wants it covered up. Gotcha. You know, but he she, wasn't, like, sleeping with uh, another dude or another woman or a dude and a woman. Maybe he was, and I don't know it. All right. Sounds good. All good. Now, he, she's finally explaining to him what she's up to. She needs to get the safety deposit box. You well, can Carl, turn you know it on if you want. It's... It's just sure. another example of her not, I'm not believing her. Oh, I mean, you Oh, well, that's okay. Look, she's trying to. People mistake the same mole. Okay, I'm done. Talk about her acting now. Okay. Madonna would Madonna would ask for five minutes to say the script. Uh, for example, okay, I did. Uh, 
Okay, Dunn said, Madonna liked her first take the best. Always did. I think my best is around the fourth. She always says, you got it, you got it. She was driving me crazy, just like her character would. We had to make a compromise as to which take is the best. Madonna Carl, Carl we, I just skipped ad. It's 40 minutes exactly right now. And I'll let you know when we get to 40, 40, 10 seconds. So right now we're six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We're all in line. She's Madonna's whistling. Welcome back. Thank you for re-engaging. Okay, yeah. this is unbelievable. He goes, I'll help you with, but I need that cougar. I have to return the cougar and we can't find him. She goes, how did you do that? Oh, she whistles, baby. You know, she whistles. And right. How does she have? She's a that cougar's a familiar. How does she? It's her spirit animal. How in the world? Does well, this, I, no, I mean, honestly, being... like a lot of this, my suspension of disbelief is probably out the window with the gun shooting scene. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know, know, they shoot a machine gun at him. Yeah. The second day they were filming with the cougar, the cougar did escape, and they had to halt filming and go fucking find him. You know that's going to happen, right? If there's a cougar in a movie, he's going to get out. So if you're shooting a movie in New York City and you have a cougar, chances are, you know, the cougar might just step out. Yeah. I mean, what is she eating? Chicken nuggets with a fork? I think it's Asian. Oh, try some sweet and sour sauce. They're chicken nuggets. Mary oh, that's why she has a, That's why she has a fork so she could feed it to baby. <laughs> There's bad oh. guy. Yeah, from the animation. Right. Doesn't he look the same? Carl, that's 40 minutes ago, right? I saw this guy first as a cartoon character 40 minutes ago. Am I supposed to remember him now? You, but you did. But you did, I right? Did. Well, his name is he looks Cote great Mundy. as a cartoon. I got to tell you, come on. I don't have a lot of time. Cote Mundy is his name, right? And he yeah. was her Madonna's great friend. He was like a leader of this jazz band, uh, Kid Creole and the Coconuts. And the oh, Savannah I love Kid, Kid Creole. Yeah. So, well, anyway, that's it. Now, okay. I'm, I feel like I might have been a little rude the way I interrupted you. Were you in the middle of a thought? Go ahead. No, no, I was just reciting Madonna. Okay, so now it's basically, you know, I need to know which bank, you know, and, and they're like so scared. All right, all right, never mind. Uh, Madonna wanted James Foley to give her proper direction on set, but he preferred for her to be her real self rather than her persona in music videos. Foley stressed the fact that Madonna was very uptight about her acting into every detail, determined to have the correct portrayal, and that's probably why it wasn't so good. Yeah. And desperately seeking Susan, she didn't know what she was doing. She was just being natural, and that was at her best. Well, I asked for my money back when it came out. I said to the manager, I said, where's Marlo Thomas? <laughs> I came to see that girl movie. Yeah, that girl. That was, yeah, the sitcom would always open up with someone, you know, saying, well, who took that girl? Right? Right. Some dog pissed on me. Whose dog is it? That girl. That girl. I got kicked in the nuts. Who did it? That By girl. February 1987, Madonna's scenes were already shot, although she proceeded to linger on the set to watch Foley and his team work. Foley described her as being around the set as not acting, at, um, not acting was a pain in the ass. 
She won't skimp on cost. She should know that Warner's had a tight schedule, constraints on budget. Lots of complaints. Oh, so just her hanging around the set after her scenes was causing budget issues. Yeah, she would say, like, um, what I think he means is she would comment on this, we need the car to go over the cliff like it is right now. I mean, that's what he's saying. There's tight schedule and constraints on the budget. So she was hanging around making sure her film went to task like she should. Right. But he thought it was a pain in the ass. By the way, the internet says there's a continuity error. You can definitely see it's a stuntman when the car goes over the edge. I don't know. Oh, I was going to say that car needs to tip over. Right. Now he's got, remember, he knows how to, he's got a foil. What what did you call it? E-M-E? Yeah, it's in every crossword puzzle. Four letters. uh, Fencing sword. E-P-E-E. E-P-E-E. E-P. Okay. I didn't know that. I just knew it as a foil, and he's an expert at it. So now he's got the car antenna. Again, this is not the only fencing movie Madonna was in. She played a fencer in in that uh, Living Daylights, I think. Not the Living Daylights. Gosh. There was a Pierre Bronson movie where she played a a fencing instructor. Oh, have you seen Body of Evidence? Uh, yes, with William Defoe. Well, William. William. This is kind of entertaining. Yeah. I mean, I, this I is the... have to knock the film, but this particular scene, he's doing swashbuckler stuff and teetering over the edge of a... And it's you know what's going to f- happen. It's more fun than Shanghai Surprise, right? Shanghai yeah. Surprise is unwatchable. Whoa. Whoa. All right. Now, did you see how we didn't see it, Mike? Yeah. It didn't go in the water. Trump Tower. Trump Tower. Ah. Trump came down uh, for in this scene. We don't, I mean, okay. At one point when the crew were shooting in front of Trump Plaza, Donald Trump came down from his penthouse for a major photo op with the paparazzi, ensuring he'd be seen with Madonna in the New York Post the following day. I mean, literally, the paparazzi shows up at his doorstep. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. you just go downstairs from your penthouse? Take the golden escalator down to you from your penthouse. Right. And... Now, right now, Madonna is saying, I'm bullshit! I'm <laughs> pretending! And Loudon's going... I'm a good actor, and I'm a comedic actor, and I'm doing right. my, I'm doing my job right now. I know that, Loudon. One of my favorite yeah, Griffin Dunn movies, Carl. You gotta check out a film called Me and Him. Me and Him. It came out maybe a couple years after this. He wakes up and discovers his penis could talk. What? And the voice of his penis is performed by Mark Lynn Baker from Perfect Strangers. What is the name of this film? The film is called Me and Him. Me from Doris, and Him. Doris Story is the d- director. It's one of the best films I've seen. I saw it in the theater. That reminds me of the... Um, ch- what's the... T- Chatterbox? Chatterbox? Yeah, right. We saw Chatterbox with Virginia. Chatterbox. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Talking... To- okay. I'll check it out. Yeah. I mean, it's. It, I'm sure he's embarrassed by the film. It's, but it's good. I like it. 
and he's directed Practical Magic. Griffin Dunn's for me is like a director, you know, uh-huh. just as well as an actor. But he's he's kind of he's directed a bunch of stuff. And he goes every time he's on set and somebody fucks up, he goes, "I am done." <laughs> That's it. Well, you know how Ryan Seacrest always says, like, Seacrest out? Yeah. Can you imagine it would be like, done out. Yes, you told us the first time. Redundant. Redundant. Oh, skip, skip. Oh, fuck I you, can't. Man. I have the video will play after ad. I got to uh, watch this guy eat. Jordan. Michael Johnny Michael B. Good. Jordan. Michael Jordan. Wait, we'll check his card. <laughs> All right. Oh. Yeah. High five. Get back. Just hanging out. Okay, skip ad. We are at 48 minutes exactly, guys. Give them a countdown. They're still in the baby. Wow, God, I have to say this. New York City looks so great in this movie. Everything just pops out, you know? It looks like a beautiful day. Now look, she's stealing. Who? That girl? (laughs) Who's that girl? Which is, I, I told you, Carl, that song rips off NBC's uh, jingle. I was thinking about it. It's not exactly right, because NBC, who's that? That girl. You know, you're right. It's the, it's that the underlying chord on the third note is different than NBC's mate. It goes, who's that? Then it goes, girl. You're right. You're right. But but still, you're you're still right for the notes. Yeah, I mean, I have my um. Oh, what is it called? Not accordion. Never mind. So noted. All right, we went oh, to stop ad call. for Cartier. It's an ad for Tiffany's. Skip ad. Just kidding. <laughs> Carl, my algorithm will never give me a Cartier's ad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Look, he's complaining. a character actor too, who you've seen before. Yeah. So There's that's Trump Tower they walked out of. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to complain to Mr. Trump. Hey, look, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> when when everybody liked him. Uh, right back when he was like a lawyer. Oh, uh, actually, oh, yeah, you're right, of course. In 87, he was not the mayor. It was 9-11, he was the mayor. And that's so when everyone... is this Ed Koch's New York City right now? 1987, no, I think that was um, the, the one who sweat all the time. D- Dinkins, right? Yeah. No, no, Dink... Well, okay, for sure, 88, 89, it was Dinkins. I don't know when the election cycle was. It was just after Koch or during. Yeah, maybe it's just at the end of Koch. Mm-hmm. Who's that girl? Yeah, I got to get that out of my head. Let's go with another one of her songs. So, also, Papa I'm, don't I'm, preach. I'm in There you trouble. go. No. Papa Vogue. Don't... She got a one-hitter? Yeah. But well, I made up the... my mind. I'm... Get into the one-hit groove. You got to <laughs> prove. Oh, hey, you ever hear an album? Sonic Youth did a, a Madonna album. That's funny. They called themselves Chicone Youth after her real last name. And they cover uh, Get Into the Groove and another song. And then the rest of the album is just them farting around. But it's definitely a curio for fans of Sonic Youth. I'm sure you're familiar with this album. 
I am going to check that out. Get into the groove, sung by Sonic Youth. Yeah, as Chaconi Youth. Right, because her name is Madonna Louise Chacone. Yeah. Chacone. Um, she's born in 58, the old bag. Um, her works incorporate social, political, sexual, and religious themes. Oh, they're trying to make her sound like... No, but it is true. Don't you remember she had... A cultural figure of the 20 and 21st century. Yeah. She did a song, and I'm trying to remember what it was, and Pepsi was premiering the world exclusive premiere of the, her video. Uh huh. And the video was so charged that they dropped the campaign almost immediately. Well, you know, she. Yeah, she did that book in which she was totally naked. I haven't. Unheard of. She was sitting on a mirror looking at her cooch. People Carl, I have the book. On. Oh, I, I don't it. doubt it. I don't doubt it. <laughs> of course you have it. Yeah, of course I have it. It's her kissing like vanilla uh, ice. She's naked, uh, hitchhiking with high heels. She's uh, a dom. You remember Udo Kier? Remember Suspiria, the, the guy that shows up towards the end of the movie and just gives this great speech and leaves? He He's in the sex book, Udo, mm -hmm. Udo Kier, who passed away recently. Interesting so, you know, yeah, it's an interesting book. It's it's metallic. The cover is uh, oversized book and it's metal covers with like a spiral binding, uh -huh. which is, of course, falls apart almost immediately. And it's buried <laughs> in my bookcase somewhere. So now, like, we're seeing the contrast of Madonna Street Smarts with classy Worthington bridesmaids. You know, so she just crashes the bridal party. Well, he's got to go there because he has to make arrangements for the wedding. Later on, he needs to go to a um, a, a board meeting to see if they can get into the condo that they want. So yeah. he she's something he has to do. He's got to get her to the bus. That's his mission, but he still has his arrangements for the wedding. So that's how he bumps into the two worlds. He hit Wendy it, Worthington on the ass. By the way, yeah. Wendy Worthington, you might know her from um, uh, 16 Candles. Here she All is. Right. Do you remember in 16 Candles, the the guy, the, the king of the nerds, like a, a beautiful girl, like falls in love with him. She was the boyfriend oh. of the woman like Molly Ringwald. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Her. Wait a minute. Is she the one that the farmer sleeps with when she's unconscious? The farmer? Well, Michael Anthony Hall. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I don't, Mike. Uh, Mike, you're saying that she was sexually assaulted, that that he she was asleep and he fucked her? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that happened in 16 Candles. They yeah, had a romance. That's what I'm saying. It was consenting. She was awake. Well, she was I mean, Molly Ringwald wrote an article years ago in, in uh, New York Times talking about revisiting her movies, watching it with her own daughter, and the scene where uh, Bender sticks his head into her into her pants, you know, into her dress, uh -huh. and how she had to talk to her uh, kid about it. And then she's like, in that movie, there is a scene where like 
is a passed out girl and one of the cool guys like you could have her like they trade her oh. and and like she wakes up and she's like oh i think it was great so in this well, essay that, that she wrote happen. go ahead oh and she uh molly ringwald talks to the actress and the actress is like no it wasn't like that and then later she wrote back saying you know what i thought it over and i think you're right okay so she she was drunk in the car and i thought they had a consensual i think it's like this like oh that was great after the fact but it's just not the way it would really be felt okay that's kind of gross today she's a real estate agent um 1990 she still appears on tv even up until 2019 but her main job is being a real estate agent cool she was in home alone three she was in gremlins two she was in 16 candles all right i'm skipping ads we are now at 56 minutes exactly starting now got a lot of ads you want to count them down again yeah all right so people i'm going to count it down at 56 minutes and 20 seconds uh we are all right so 16 17 18 19 boom we're in new york city with madonna we are in new york city with madonna and why don't you turn it on just for one second he doesn't want to admit it because he's a lawyer i call up i'm driving hey hey <laughs> So when you watch this movie several times, was Madonna's acting like a demerit, like her voice, where you're yeah. just like, I'm done with it? Yeah, and she's not pretty. She's not pretty, you know? I what mean, she's supposed, she, she's supposed to be this, um, you know what I mean? Like these women in these films, that you just fall in love with them. They just, right. she doesn't have that. She. Well, no, it's a screwball comedy. So she's he's young. Kind of, She's young, and that makes her a pretty girl, but she's not beautiful at all. She's Why are we having this conversation? She's Madonna. She's gorgeous. The end. Okay. So right. he's but... on his way to the co-op meeting. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> she's shooting off a gun outside yeah. the Trump Tower. Now, here's uh, Wendy being like, I'm sure she, he'll be right um, – uh, I'm sorry, here's Loudon saying, I'm sure Wendy will be right along because Wendy's late for the co-op thing, and this looks very bad. If they want in this building, they don't even respect them to be on time. So Madonna yeah. will step in pretending to be the wife. Do you think when uh, you're in an elevator with Griffin Dunn, you think he turns he says, going done? <laughs> Going done, my good man. Uh, wait, um, love in an elevator, Griffin Dunn went up. <laughs> Going up when I'm Griffin Dunn. Going. No, is it working? No. Now, listen, if your fiance is not interested <laughs> right, exactly. in the apartment, there are many worthy residents of Wellington. I can't believe I put on my white tie and tails for this. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. This is like for the wedding. Who dresses for their wedding early in right, the day? Right, you're hopping you know? on the day of the wedding and you get out there. 
Run, Griffin. Peter Griffin. <laughs> Look at that. See, that's Jim Carrey quality pratfall right there. Oh, yeah. Well, you used to see him in After Hours. He goes full, completely yeah. broke in that film. Oh, yeah. Practical effect, right? Real animal. Yes. He got skinned knees, I'm sure. Oh, I'm a big fan, Madonna. Cougar's like, what's Prince like? <laughs> During breaks. Okay. So now they're getting her ready to look like the presentable. There's the Cartier. It's funny. In the film, they were talking about Cartier, but they're clearly in Tiffany's. The Cartier necklace, which was bought for Cougar. Uh-huh. Is she wearing leather? Yeah. It's the best they could do. Oh, hello. Wait. No problem at all. Take a seat. <laughs> what? No, come on. That, you wouldn't even hear anything. I want to wait till. All right. Private school. Well, you got to see the money to really see. Now, Martin, I see here. No, no, no. <laughs> you can see me hovering over the the, the mute button. Yeah, and can I tell you something? He is daddy's right hand. And left hand. <laughs> He's both the daddy's hand. Is this fun? Is this funny? I don't know. I mean, uh, I can see Zach Galifianakis saying this she said, and me laughing. Yeah, right. Knock, knock. knock, knock. Oh, Madonna's telling a knock knock joke. Oh, oh. <laughs> Don't cry, we'll take the apartment. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty good. That's pretty good. Where did she last be? Griffin Dunn Do really reacted. No. no, I mean, she did I, the joke well. You know, she laughed I, at I credit first. him more than her because yeah. he really cracked up. He holds ah, this movie Cougar. together for sure. Uh-oh. Not a tiger. Well, who would say it's a tiger, right? That has the distinctive stripes. Frosted Flakes is well known. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Frosted Flakes would have been the giveaway. You're like feeding of uh, Fruity Pebbles. Uh -uh. Huh. Would you like some frosted flakes? <laughs> I, I, I will. I will prove that baby is a tiger. Baby, what do you think of frosted flakes? <laughs> You're right. It's the Pimp and the Fat Man, my favorite show. Oh, they got the whole bridal part. Uh, the bride maids. Now. The bridemaids have been kidnapped, as has Wendy, okay, by the bad guys. They want that safety deposit box key. Cops, cops. Cops, finally. Rope, press, paparazzi. Madonna, I heard you're shooting a video. Uh, I heard you're shooting a movie right now. Is that true? <laughs> there was a huge celebration. Uh... There was a, okay, here it is. Pre-release celebration. Okay, Warner Brothers did not arrange 
for an advanced screening because they believe Madonna's appeal would draw moviegoers. The pre-release celebration was held in 1987, August, Times Square. 10,000 people were there. Um, the police closed off 43rd and 44th Street. She was late by an hour, right? Isn't that such of a course. rock star thing to do? Yeah. And but it but apparently was a very successful day. And they were noticing that people in the crowd weren't dressed up as Madonna like they used to, because her image had changed from that. Um, you know, girls used to copy her when she first came out. Yeah. And they you said can still that, see that style in here, the peroxide blonde, yeah. uh, the natural eyebrows. Mini-sphere, yeah. Yeah. It's just not as elaborate. Wait, gotta wait till your wedding night. Now, what's funny is like the film was a bomb, a total bomb, and they like people just didn't talk to Madonna about it. Like they just wouldn't bring it up. Uh-huh. The film was released in 944 theaters, extra 66 being added later. So that's a thousand theaters around the country. That's oh, skip ad. Skip I can't. Ad. I have, the video skip will play ad. after ads. And the video doesn't play after ads, it's another ad usually. Yeah. Why would they say that if it's ads? Ads plural? Is it ads plural? No. Video will play after ad. I guess the two ads count as ad. They're amorphous. uh, That's Uh. grammatically. It's really ad i is the plural. Addy. Okay, so we're at one o four exactly. Starting now, I will count down to one o four fifteen, and when it occurs, so get yourself synced up to one o four fifteen seconds. Luke, New York. And 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Hey, we're at Lincoln Center. Now, initially, things were looking good. Like in the opening weekend, it was two and a half million. Um, and, but the it's 60% declined the very next week. And Madonna like would rationalize it. She goes, I think the movie did badly in America because I upstaged it with my tour. People were confused about the connection between the record and the tour. Yeah, the tour was called the Who's That Girl Tour, wasn't it? Right. I also think there are people who didn't want me to do well in both fields. I really had to uh, write, write, Michael? She didn't make good movies. It wasn't people didn't want her to be successful. So, So crowds didn't come because people didn't want her to be successful? Yeah, so, you know, people, you make fun of celebrities, and if you're a big pop star and you make a movie, it's a vanity project, or, you know, not every single movie is going to be Purple Rain. It's going to be Give My Regards to Broad Street, or I think they've just made fun of her as an actress, like that she can't act, and that's always been kind of the push. Uh, And, you know, she's really been drastically working against that, you know. Uh, James so. Foley accepted the failure of the film, wishing he could have rewritten the script. He remembered he met Madonna at a hotel lobby. She just looked at me once and said, so it's a flop, right? And that's the only time she ever mentioned the film. Sean Penn never talked about the film in front of her. <laughs> well, he, that's because it's not in it. He should never talk about Shanghai Surprise, which is worse. Yeah, which is much worse. I wanted to mention... Uh, this is co-written. Not only did Andrew write uh, co-write it, but he wrote with Ken Finkelman, who during the 80s was kind of a big deal for me. Yeah. He was a, more of a director than... He was both a director and a screenwriter. He's Canadian, and he was probably best known for uh, 80s kids in America for directing Airplane 2, the sequel, 
and Grease 2. Right. And Head Office. He directed a film called Head Office with Rick Moranis. 1985. Playing... Yeah. yeah, that's a terrific film. Now, Rick Moranis was in it, like you said, and he and Rick Moranis, that was their start together in Canadian television. The huh. film was called, you mentioned it before to me, The Newsroom. It was a TV show on Canadian television, not connected, nothing to do with the HBO show that had the same name. And it's, uh, it's kind of like The Office, you know, that Ken Fickleman's this terrible boss, and it's out of the Canadian newsroom. And at one point in a couple seasons, the main character, the newscaster gets shot in the head, and uh, the station gets taken over in another episode. It's a fun show. If you have a chance to see it, you know, Carl. He, uh, oh, it's hysterical. No, he... like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Look at her now. Look at her. Okay. She's great. No. Is she lighting up the screen with her beautiful dress on? Uh, that butt can't, won't quit. The butt won't quit? Okay. She's got the butt. All now right. Look at her, though. Is this. She's got look, the hips. When, when Marilyn Monroe was on screen, she was voluptuous and beautiful. You were you. She had charisma. Look at that face. Is this the same? Carl, Come I know on, about wait. Marilyn Monroe. I saw that movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. We know no, everything. Well, I hear you. There's something a little off. It's just because I, I think like the acting, like Griffin can connect to the scene, and she tends to feel like. I mean, she's part of the scene right now, but she does seem a little distant sometimes, and I think maybe that's. I don't know. I'm I think she's beautiful about in this her film. physical appearance and her appeal. I think she's beautiful in this she's film. She's got an ugly smile. I have an ugly smile. Well, that's true, but you're not exactly lighting up the screen. You were great when you got <laughs> I your am not. That is true. What was I am that not called? lighting up the screen. Thanks you for were, rubbing that in. You were great when you got your wallet stolen and you were all pissed off. What was that film? Oh, was that uh, 38 Geary? No. <laughs> no, it was a big oh. deal. It's streaming. Yeah, it's IMDb credit. Yes, that's right. It's on It's on Amazon Prime right now, The Thieves' Code. The if Thieves you want to Code. see Mike Spiegelman acting, check out The Thieves' Code. The Thieves' it's Code. Good movie. San Francisco noir, neo-noir. And you movie. lit up the screen on a People Puzzler. That's right. So I do have IMDb. I wonder if that's on my IMDb. I'm going to check, Carl. You know I'm on Edit. IMDb. No, not right now. Not right now. We're watching the film. No, I want to. <laughs> Carl. Look, oh, it's, wait. No, it's all. Mike, if you're doing something, it's all. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I. You made it big. Carl. Okay. Hands up. Hands up. Don't touch the screen. Okay. I will. Oh, look. It's still playing. Okay. That's good. This is where the cougar will now live his life as an endangered species. And we're getting, ugh, 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 get her off the screen. And we're getting, um, I don't know, it's kind of wrapping up here that uh, he's like, I'm sorry, sir, I don't have your cougar for you. And he goes, well, your fiancé brought it. She goes, He goes, fiancé? And she shows up in her dress, you know. And so now we're having the, like, I'm not marrying that Wendy person. I'm marrying you. But then he'll change his mind again. You'll see. Yeah, like, does he have to marry Madonna? Can't they just go out to a movie or something? <laughs> well, you know oh, Madonna is a proper woman. Baby has uh, jewelry. That's from Cartier. It was bought for 
Well, it, his name's Murray. It was bought for Murray. Gotcha. Oh, down. Now, here we have an escort, I guess. Because the rich uh -huh. guy is like, all right, we'll talk later. I'm going to go get laid. Essentially. Yeah, so he's okay with that, but somehow this photo is so incriminating. I mean, no, this is a different guy. No, no, that's no, not but I'm saying movie. like businessmen are pretty open with their affairs, so the photo can't be that if his colleague is like, you know, I suppose, I suppose you're right. It could be Mr. something Bell. worse. Let's discover it together because <laughs> I saw this film so many times, and I, I, every time I miss that. In light of the bad publicity surrounding her and Penn, the very public failure of Shanghai Surprise, Madonna had persuaded producers Rosalind Heller and Bernard Williams, as well as Warner Brothers, that she was up for the part, and she wanted her friend James Foley to direct. Foley had been Penn's best man in his marriage to Madonna, directed music video singles, Live to Tell, and Papa Don't Preach. Two classics. And listen, this really made James Foley because he had done At Close Range, this horrible film with Sean Penn. And I remember was, that movie. Yeah. And now he was going to work for Warner Brothers? Are you kidding? I'm a real director! Right. A little fluffy pop piece. Rothy Romance. Oh, oh, Murray. Yep. We're all in love. It's an older lady, but hey, she is a cougar, man. Skip ad. I can't, Carl. I can't, Carl. The ad will end. After... All right. Get four, oh. three. We're going to skip wow. ad. AI bullshit. Wow. Okay. 112, exactly. In three, two, now. I'll let you guys know when it's 112 and 15 seconds uh, so we can psych up. So if you go to one hour, 12 minutes, we want 15 seconds. It's going to happen in Get psyched, people. 12, 13, 14, 15, we're walking down a hallway. Madonna was offered the lead role in Blake Edwards' comedy film Blind Date opposite Bruce Willis, but she refused it in favor of Slammer. She said, the thing I had planned to do after Shanghai Surprise was Blind Date at TriStar. I was supposed to have the approval of the director and the leading band, but they didn't tell me they had already hired Bruce Willis. That just didn't work out. Yeah, can you imagine? They're both they're both uh, recording artists, so they probably have that jealousy. Okay, here we go. Oh. Finally, we're at the bank. We're opening it up. I miss the eighties when you could smoke in safe deposit boxes. Uh, yeah, it's hard for people today to believe you could absolutely smoke in the bank in the vault yeah. of safety deposit boxes. You could right, smoke you got all these valuables in there, and you're fucking smoking up a storm. You could smoke while giving a birth to a baby. Those are the days. Okay, let's see what's inside. Manila envelope. Ooh, I like her little monkey bag. That's yeah, on I her have armor. Monkey bag. Oh, right. Yeah. You can't see the eyes right now because her her arms covering it. But it's a little purse with a monkey head. I had some okay. information. I think I deleted it about the person who did her. Uh, like costumes and stuff. I shouldn't open my mouth. I don't have it. Come on, uh, what's in the envelope? Yeah, get to the envelope. I'm tired of looking at Griffin Dunn's stubble. It's making me jealous. Now, 
Do you see how we don't see what's in the envelope? Right. Uh, hey, you gotta stop eating that shit during stakeout. It'll kill you. <laughs> Go ahead, listen if you want. Uh, oh, here, I'll do it. Did you know that you eating that will ruin you? Oh, leave me alone, bud. I'm getting a transfer. Things over. I'm a... There this it is. Why I don't you like partners. Oh, bad guys. So cartoon guys. Yeah. With the bride maids. The other bad guy, he is a character actor, and he was in, I don't know, Hollywood Home Homicide, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Um, other films, you know his face. You know, you name all these movies, and I'm like, bad guy, played a bad guy. Yeah. Gotta be a bad guy. Yeah. Look at that stubble. I'm so jealous. Now he's like, I'm getting married. I'm getting married. You're getting on a bus to Philadelphia. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't forget to wear your seatbelt. All right. Taking bus gonna look. That's it. Film is over. She's off to Philadelphia. The Yay. She... Oh, here's my impression of James Foley, director James Foley. Act. 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 <laughs> All right. And cut. I think we got it. Now we're in hot pursuit, right? All our uh, little characters are going to be. Yeah, everyone's going to end up together. So you, they've got kidnapped the um, the bridesmaids and Wendy. Here's the wedding. Yeah. This is a lot like Blind Day 2, right? There was a wedding that he crashed. They had the dog Rambo. I never saw that. Oh, it's an interesting movie. I recommend it. You I mean, do? It, it, well, Blind it's Blake Day. Edwards has... Blake Edwards' movies are a lot about alcoholism, right? Skin deep or whatever. And she goes crazy when she drinks. So I told you not to get me drunk. You know, it's an interesting movie. Definitely now, you mean Blind Date or Blind Date 2? No, there was a sequel. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. I'm crossing it out. You must have said T-O-O, -O, and I heard Blind Date 2. And I was like, oh, really? I got Look, yeah. she is, this is our Star Trek con connection, and she is lamenting the fact that she doesn't have a Rolls Royce anymore. He's got a piece of shit. Look how she's. Yeah. Acting, she's act, roll them and act. And act. they still have the uh, the rolls thing on the top, right? That's the first thing I would grab. Yeah, that's because that's worth money. Yeah. Where is she? She's on the bus, sir. Good, good kid. Operation Prisoner Shuttle. Oh, yep. Good job. Yeah, good white glove service. The movie's over. Even the butler wears white gloves. That's embarrassing. They should have <laughs> coordinated better. Oh, this wedding's going to be exciting. You're not Wait, so you're supposed to see the bride before the wedding? You're not supposed to, but this is a circumstance, you know? Here's your foil. Uh, you're, foiled you're again. Eepy. You're eepy. Foiled again. 
Curses. Curses. Does he have to fence to get married to her? I'm not sure about that. It's going to be part of um, like the wedding decorations or something. So at the way end, they'll both be swashbuckling. You'll see. Oh, here we are on the bus. Cause I, but our film is over. How come we're still? I know this movie's still going and it's done. She's on the bus. With B.B. King, of all people. Wow. Who farted? Oh, she <laughs> farted. Mm-hmm. Who let that rip? Who ripped one? What was the theme to that girl from the 60s? It was like, oh, oh, shut up. I'll shut up. Here we go. Finally. Okay, here we go. Tapes. Incriminating evidence cassette side A. Newspaper. There's that picture we saw in the cartoon. Uh-oh. Daughter. Donald Trump. So what happened? What is the thing? What is, what's his crime? He dropped her cigarette from the bus. I don't know. Oh, lucky dog. Now she's discovered what the crime is, even though we haven't. And she's like, stop the nice. bus! She's going to go to the wedding and expose him. But what's the crime? Wait a minute. The bus, that's, that's nuts. A, yeah, why would the bus U-turn? Man, if I was a bus driver and someone screamed something at me, I wanted to be like, you got it. <laughs> right away, ma'am. Right away. Right away, screaming person on the bus. Uh, Shanghai Surprise, right? Madonna commented, she, she struggled to come to terms with the character in Shanghai Surprise because the innocence and repressed personality I was required to portray was at, so at variance with my own character in real life. Huh. Cops. Motorcycle cop. Right. Now, you know some of their face. Oh, Ben Affleck. Oh, wow. In this ben film. Affleck's in this one. I didn't ben know he Affleck was in this. In this. Wow. Skip ad. Okay, 120, guys. We're 13 minutes before this movie ends. I'll let you know when we get to 120 in 15 seconds. Oh. Help. Follow those Brian Maves. Okay. Uh, three, well, how two, are they? one, go. We're, there, we're at 120.15 already. He's How are they getting vows. married without bridesmaids? It's a little sus, right? I mean, like, you'd be like, something's missing. That's practical. Not really. They should have been more space. Oh, you're right. The effect. <laughs> that was not practical. That was not very practical. Ta there's a oh. taxi in the freeway? On the highway. I'm sorry. Every cab driver in this movie is like a New York City character actor. Yup, exactly right. Keystone Cops we just saw. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, so Bruce Willis on... stops her wedding and blind date. Right. Basically the same movie. That great actor, that comedic actor, was getting married to... Uh... Who's that girl? How come they didn't go, who's that girl? Because it was no slammer. one said that this entire movie. Yeah, because it was Slammer. Huh. Oh, right. Right, that makes sense. The, Hello? Slammer's not a... Hello? Hello? I'm acting. Hello? Prince, let me in. Let me in, <laughs> Prince. I'm outside. Michael, I'm outside the gates. Let me in. So <laughs> <laughs> I can see Neverland. Huh. Uh, I would not be 
If I was on that bus, I'd be so angry. We the that parachute must have been a effect of her tutu, right? She didn't oh. jump. That must have been a stun double. Uh, stun Donna. <laughs> now James Foley would go on to do Glen Gary, Glen Ross with Sean Penn. What? Wasn't Sean Penn in Glen Gary, Glen Ross? Wasn't he one of the salesmen? No, no. he was the husband, wasn't it? No, he was. Ah, oh, crap. Jack Lemon, Al Pacino. Right. Alec Baldwin. Yes, of course. This watch is worth more than you make every year. <laughs> Hello, is there a wedding here? Wedding crasher. I've got a manila envelope. Singing telegram. I got a manila envelope. Oh, um, man, who's those henchmen? <laughs> give us the give us the envelope, Nikki. <laughs> Signed, sealed, and deliver. Go ahead, let's listen a little bit. Sure, I love Kid Creole and the coconut. Kid Creole. Wait a minute. Oh, hang on a sec, Carl. I'm looking at the wrong screen. Hang on. Creole and coconuts. Right. Right. Love, sweet love. Absolutely. Oh, hey, isn't that weird? Love's Burt Bacharach sings Love, Sweet, Sweet Love in the second Austin Powers movie, which Madonna sang right. Beautiful hey, Stranger and was in the place. video. What a connection. What a connection. Only on LWAFLMOYT. Oh, Wendy gave me the key. I had her in my cab once. <laughs> That's been a recurring gag I didn't bring up because it isn't funny. The taxi drivers always say that Wendy Worthington was in their cab, and they would be like, you gave her a ride? And he goes, no, she was just in my cab. I don't know. Is it funny? Is that like saying Ivanka Trump was in my cab? Trunk? The trunk of your cab? Trump. Like saying, like, you know, in New York. Uh-huh. Hey, black Hi, tie Mary. affair. Oh, no, a ferocious. Which one's the girl tiger? I can't figure it out. <laughs> Well, this isn't 2023. It was 87. So you, it was the pink one. Was the... Yeah, it was pink. Uh, Coty Mundy, a member of Kid Creole and the Coconuts, Madonna's longtime friend. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. He's about four or five, I guess. Hey, they made it to the wedding. We're pretending. Up. 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 Whoop. Accordion. Oh no! Is that oh. funny? Uh, yeah. You know, it's funny that they pulled it off. Yeah, they spared no expense. Twenty million dollars to make this nine million dollar grossing film. Wow, it grossed nine million. Let me see if I'm right. I did that out of memory. Here no, we no, I'm I'm sure it, it seventeen to seventeen to twenty million dollars to make and seven point three million. In sales. Character actor. Yeah, I know. I'm interrupting things. Because that I Worthington's didn't... a crook. Go ahead and listen to her fake acting. All right. Okay, this is it. This is the big moment. Tell me it's not true. 
And he's yeah. in love with me. Oh. Fuck! He's crazy. Because he's dressed. <laughs> the guy with she the cigarette. I think he was in Your Highness. I, uh, Toby something. The British guy. I'm pretty, I'll wait for the credits. No. No one told me they'll be reading at this not wedding. Going anywhere. <laughs> Madonna, no! Think Whoa. of your career. Again, the parachute effect of her tutu. Whoop. Not believable. Uh, so tacky. You gotta wait till the bride cuts it. <laughs> Hiya, chop! Now look, she we will get the chop. She will get the sword from earlier. Ha right. <laughs> Perfect cross. Yes. Swash. What is Madonna? She's not performing. What is Madonna going on to say? Yeah. When is she? Right. I I didn't come here for a wedding. She came to perform the wedding. Oh, here comes the everyone off the bus. About time. Oh, she There's... fell for the hunky guy. Yeah. Well, I I haven't been bringing it up because we've been talking about like Shanghai surprise and stuff. But yeah. there's this recurring thing where the UPS guy is just dumb as a rock and but he's a hunk and so wendy's like she would like to put the brain of loudon in the hunk of this guy you know so she's just going for the hunk now they like the cops look oh you like the cops weird look cops the bus people untidy. get all the buffet food oh here we get into the groove borderline oh they're so fine Whack. Is anyone paying attention to the fight? Yeah, I guess. No. There's something happening. Look at that. Loudon's doing his job. Dunn Griffin is... Oh, I can't do Griffin my loud and clear joke. Madonna took it. <laughs> Cops, do what? something. Now you're screwed. Oh, uh, now we're oh, screwed. Dang. Skip ad. I can't, Jeez, Carl. We're creepers. We're eight minutes. Uh, get it. Yeah. YouTube, just let us Skip. finish this. All right, here we go. Yeah. We're at 128, literally five minutes before this movie ends. Fucking YouTube. Man. Uh, so tacky. And by the way, we'll get a cop. Hmm. We do. Okay, so we're going to be at 15 seconds, one minute and 28, one hour and 28 minutes, 15 seconds now. Whew. That was a fun wedding. All right, turn it on because this is when he goes forget the forget the transfer. I my kiss for you. Right. Oh, we missed it, but you do it without me anyway. <laughs> Wait, do they the cops work with the bad guys? No. They're arresting. Are they gonna kiss? Yes. Madonna movie, it's okay. Madonna approves. Oh. Wait, what's going on? Why they don't have a cop car? No. And they so tied the bad guy to the house. roof, and now they're gonna yeah, make out in front of him. Exactly. Yeah, the Ooh, the graduate. House. Remember the graduate, Carl? Carl yeah, the graduate. Right. That was the first time I think someone interrupted a wedding. Am I right? And that became a thing in movies. I. That is a great question. If I could think of a no, there must be like some kind of black there and white classic. Be. There must be. Yeah. Yeah. No, if anybody in the room has any objections yeah. before, <laughs> speak now. No. Oh, 
They're gonna kiss and right. the lipstick. The lipstick! Oh, the lipstick! Who's, oh, here comes the music. Who's that? We're smart to put this in the end credits. Oh, and that is unbelievable. It, the last chord isn't right. Wait a minute. I wanted to watch Murray get run over by a car. All right, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, we are done. Does uh, the cougar we, die? Does the cougar die.com. Carl, we're not getting an animated sequence at the end. We just have clips. Like, you remember that scene? Hey, you remember those guys? Remember this part? That was hey, you so remember that fun. part? Loudon, oh, please help me, Loudon. You remember this scene? When she was not smoking? Carl, what'd you think of this movie? Uh, I thought it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Next. This is on Claudia. I, I, I mean, I, it's vintage Madonna and Griffin, vintage acting Griffin. I'll give it that much. I don't think the direction was bad, right? James Foley did a decent job getting this movie rolling. It just wasn't good. Well, I mean, so. no, but he did not get the ball rolling. I mean, it was Madonna who said, this guy's my director. And they said, okay. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, it had like a, I don't know, the movie had a, a, a bit of a snap to it, a bit of a pop. The New York City background worked well. They really yeah. were able to use New York well. and So. All right, well. Wait, so what's just, your answer? You liked it? I like it. I like Who's That Girl? not the worst movie well, shanghai surprise i didn't like it all what? i'm waiting to see if anything happens i'm waiting for the end the post-credit photo there is no marvel cinematic universe ending guys guys you gotta you gotta stay till the end to see an exclusive photo at the end of the post-credits of my badge this was way earlier than wait when was the book do you remember when the book was yeah, like 93, I think. Oh, okay. So this is pre-book. Okay. Apple of Love. Surfing Bird, Papa Um Mau Mau. Um Mau Mau, Mama. Um Mau Mau. Let me see if those guys that I was thinking of are in it. Nope, I guess not. Huh. Every character actor I mistaken. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, there's Stanley Tooch, second dock worker. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We, I, I never caught him in all the times I saw this. And I was looking at around the third time because I had done the research at that point. And right. there were a lot of character actors I just didn't bother with because they were just replete with them. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, like, we're still looking at oh, the credits. The guy we – yeah, was in um, – he was in Total Recall. He was the doctor who showed up to go, this is this is in your mind. I don't know. There were a lot of character actors. Oh, and Murray as Murray. <laughs> what about Murray's girlfriend? There's Not as Murray. baby. She, yeah, okay. on IMDb, her, it says uncredited. Murray? Oh, yeah. Murray, she, yeah. No, Murray's girl. Date? Yeah. Oh, man. All right, Carl. I'm going to... Stop scaring that Madonna movie. <laughs> we want to thank you so much. I hope that you enjoyed Who's That Girl or enjoyed us talking over the movie. We will be back next Sunday at 2 p.m. on mutinyradio.fm, and then we will post that night as a podcast will drop. 
and then we will also have a YouTube video of this. YouTube, thanks for keeping this video up. We really appreciate it. <laughs> All right, Carl. Uh, I know we we have a movie pick for next week, but we'll tell you guys about it next week. So, <laughs> so, right? I guess. You want to yeah. tell? Go ahead, tell. Right. I guess. We're doing. Oh, you don't remember? Well, I know one of the ones we're doing. Well, we're doing I think that... it's the Kaufman one is next. Is it? Kaufman? Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Oh, that's right. Heart bleeps. Can is you that next, it? though? Yeah, next week okay. we're watching, believe it or not, Heart bleeps. Now, this movie I read about 100 million times, and I, I knew when it came out. It's just hard to find, and I've been looking for several years on YouTube. My buddy just told me where it was. It's uh, one hour and 17 minutes, and it seems like it's cut, but we'll watch it next week. Uh, I don't want to look for the trailer. Okay, just, good. Yeah. No, I don't. So if you guys want to watch that movie beforehand yes. and get yourself prepped, you can. You want to watch Madonna without us talking? I guess you can. Some songs we probably talked over. Michael uh, says thumbs up. Ebert says thumbs down. Thumbs down. There you go. All right. See you guys next week. Thank you, Muni Radio. Don't forget to donate at Venmo at Muni Radio. We'll talk to you. Bye.